You're listening to Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing, the evidence-based podcast that will seriously improve your game. Whether it's building self-confidence, enhancing resilience, or simply understanding how to handle pressure best, this podcast will help you. I'm Roberto Forzoni, a performance psychologist working with world and Olympic champions and a consultant with the BBC. Welcome. Building self-confidence level four. Even more benefits of self-confidence. In the previous modules, we've looked at the benefits of being confident and explored the feel-good factor and how confident people tend to invest more effort and resources and energy into what they do. Now let's look at the third benefit on our list, effective thinking. It's well known that people who are not confident tend to make poor decisions. That's why at times of war, successful military generals such as Dwight Eisenhower and Norman Schwarzkopf tend to be highly confident and articulate individuals who inspire confidence in their troops and their compatriots. Politicians rely on great generals to make good decisions and to stand by those decisions. Wavering in times of crisis or when under pressure can lead to disastrous consequences. But people who are not confident tend to make weak decisions. That's because thinking effectively means that you can use your mental resources more productively. Simply put, confident people are able to think clearly and take better decisions than less confident people. It's the essence of Sir Clive Woodward's teacup thinking, which we spoke about earlier. Effective thinking will enable you to ignore distractions and take control over your thought processes. You'll make better choices, and this is an important element of superior performance. Confidence gives you the freedom to focus your attention solely on the task at hand, as opposed to worrying about inadequacies or possible performance failures. Confident athletes are more decisive and better able to focus on the here and now. They tend to leave performance errors in the past and not dwell on them. One badminton player that I worked with had a fantastic way of ridding herself of errors. When she inadvertently hit a shuttlecock into the net or smashed it beyond the boundary line of the court, rather than get het up and angry with herself, she would take a few seconds to park the error. We come up with a symbolic way of doing this, which was to wipe it away through the handle of a racket. This symbolic act allowed the player to refocus on what she needed to do to take control. Think about a routine that you can use in your own sport to park errors and thus stop frustration from seeping into future plays. It may be wiping away the error on your shorts taking a deep breath and pushing the air away from your mouth, or even spitting on the ground if you're playing an outdoor sport. Confident athletes tend to take personal responsibility for both their successes and their failures. If, however, a failure is caused by a factor outside of their control, such as poor referee indecision or, or dreadful weather, they don't dwell on this. They'll readily attribute success to their ability and effort and preparation. Good choices, as we'll see later in this program. By way of contrast, less confident athletes tend to attribute success to uncontrollable factors such as luck or opponents not trying hard enough. In addition, 
confident athletes tend to use coping strategies that are solution-focused. This means that they try and understand what they need to do to overcome a problem or weakness. For example, a snooker player who finds himself getting jittery at a crucial point in a match might deal with this problem by using a breathing technique such as centering before coming to the table. More on centering, by the way, in another program. Confident athletes also engage in positive visualisation. This means they see themselves through their own eyes succeeding over and over again. Former world and Olympic champion pole vaulter Elena Isimbaeva will not launch herself down the runway until she's seen a technically perfect clearance in her mind's eye. Again, we examine positive visualisation in depth in another program. Overall, self-confidence helps athletes' thought patterns and enables them to establish a more positive attitude towards competition. When things don't go as expected, confident athletes tend to respond with more productive thoughts. Moreover, if you're not confident, you might waste time thinking about things that won't help you, such as, what will people think? What will people say if I fail? What will happen to my rating? How are the media going to report my performance? And so on. Such thinking will not help you in the hotbed of competition, where you need to be completely immersed in the task at hand. So to summarise, over the last three modules, we've learned that there are three main benefits associated with being confident. We have the feel-good factor, which means you feel better about yourself all round. There's the investment of resources and energy, meaning that you tend to try harder to achieve what you want when you have greater belief in what you're doing. And finally, and crucially, there's effective thinking, which means that you think more rationally and make better choices when placed under pressure. In the next module, we'll start to take a look at where confidence comes from and more things you can do to boost your self-confidence. Your mind activity. In the last module, we looked at how confident people invested more energy and effort into the things they do. And we asked you about times you did that in that particular activity. Now, consider how more effective thinking helped you in that activity. What decisions did you make that made a difference? What does this tell you about your capacity to make good decisions under pressure or while doing something you feel confident about. Thank you for listening to the Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing podcast. Can I ask two things from you? Firstly, please like and subscribe the podcast as this helps us get noticed. Likewise, if you can share the podcast with friends who might also benefit, I'd really appreciate it. The more attention the podcast gets, the more information I can bring to you. Thank you and enjoy.